Thanks to Thrive Market for its continued support of Another Mother Runner. Thrive Market is an online membership-based market on a mission to make healthy living easy and affordable for everyone. Join today at thrivemarket.com AMR to get $80 in free groceries. We're pleased to be partnered with Right Sock, maker of innovative running socks that have been top-selling socks at run specialty stores for more than two decades. Get one pair free when you buy three pairs with code AMR2022 at rightsock.com. Fiore makes performance apparel designed to work out in, but doesn't look like it or feel like it. It's so dang comfortable, you'll want to wear it 24-7. Get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet and save 20% on your first purchase at vuori.com slash AMR. That's V-U-O-R-I dot com slash AMR. Welcome to AMR Answers. This is Sarah Bowen Shea. And this is Dimity McDowell on the eve of a long summer weekend, right? The kickoff of summer Memorial Day, right, Sarah? Mm-hmm. Get out those white pants. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the white pants, it's the white shoes. That's what I always remember was Memorial Day is white shoes. Oh. And, did that, and, uh, did that ever come up with you? Um, I don't wear, uh, unless we count, you know, Nike Cortez as white shoes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. Not many people do. I mean, it's like, it's more like, you know, dress shoes back, like Easter kind of thing. Oh, uh-huh. You know, I guess, uh-huh. I don't know, but I think that is what it was. It was white shoes. But yeah, I mean, to, I can count. Well, I, I don't even remember if I ever had white shoes, really. And Lord <laughs> knows I don't really pay attention to fashion rules. I've definitely worn white jeans already this year. So, But you look so good in white jeans. Oh, my oh, gosh. Oh, Sarah, thank you. Yeah, oh, you, thank I, you. you look so good in white jeans. And, um, you know, you often wear them to our parties and our events. And I'm like, oh, she looks so good in those. Well, have you ever tried a pair on? I have a pair of off-white um jeans from anthropology from our 2012 train like a mother tour um and they're okay well um, you might you know well you might want to uh, those are you know 10 years old so <laughs> <laughs> just saying um i mean because honestly like the stretch fabrics and i mean the talls i mean those two things help me a lot you know uh-huh. so uh-huh. just fyi if you're I mean, I appreciate the compliment. I'm not deflecting it, but I'm also saying <laughs> you would probably look really good in white jeans too, is my guess. It just, you know, a lot of people do actually. Oh, I think okay. they're, I think they're kind of fun to wear. Oh, you're except nice. for that you can wear them for about 15 minutes and then <laughs> they and get then dirty. Gonna, yeah, yeah, exactly. You can't sit down. You can't eat anything besides cottage cheese. So yeah, let me don't, know how that goes. Yeah, don't go near dogs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah. So other than being able to, you know, make some different fashion choices, we both have big weekends coming up. We um, do. What's going on with you? Let's talk oh about you my, first. Oh my goodness. So I finally bit the bullet, and I might have to actually bite an actual bullet, but I. <laughs> um, I made an appointment for an MRI for my lower back uh, Friday for Friday afternoon. And um, the trepidation you hear in my voice, that is extreme claustrophobia. Um, and coupled with the fact that I think I was an elephant in a previous life because I can take a Valium and two hours later, I could recite the constitution while standing on a BOSU and doing microsurgery. Like I have, it doesn't affect me at all. And so tr- waiting to hear back from my care provider for seeing what they think I ought to take. 
Um, good, yeah. good. Yeah. Well, and so wait, the elephant volume, does that just mean that, that like uh, it does it because just, you were so big that it didn't like penetrate through yes, your blood? Yes, exactly. You know, yeah, something. <laughs> okay. I, I, like, I need, I need like a tranquilizer dart, basically. Okay, all right. Oh, yeah. I see. All right. Yeah, we, need, yeah. oh, we need you to have, oh, I get it. All right, all right. Yeah, wow. yeah. So. Um, we can call you, Richard Attenborough and see if he has can <laughs> narrate your MRI or something. <laughs> prehistoric creatures um so uh yes so um yeah but it's just um i've i've now started seeing a chiropractor and he's really eager because he really is skeptical of a bulging disc um so and my prednisone which i had took a second course of now i'm off of that and i just you know we're going to the run show next week dim and i do not want to be just limping all around that thing and in pain um but mainly it's it's the it's the hampered mobility that really is getting to me yeah Um, yeah yeah it's hard it's really Mm -hmm. hard i'm really you know we've had conversations not on a podcast about your mri and uh, (laughs) i'm really giving you a lot of credit and kudos for for jumping in that tube i know that's not easy for you to do and so Mm -hmm. i think that's good and i think honestly like the more answers you can have you know and and that's what's hard about your back and a lot of like running injuries is it's not like again it's not a broken bone so you can't Mm -hmm. be like well that's exactly where the problem Mm -hmm. is right Mm -hmm. because it's always usually just this cascade of symptoms that you're like okay i mean obviously you know you've got a great medical team working for you but i just i mean at least the mri you can see it and kind of you know hopefully get some more answers and get maybe some targeted mm-hmm. more targeted care as far as figuring out how to how to mm-hmm. alleviate pain and, and get you moving again yeah i guess answers are good is what you're saying Timothy. answers are good oh. hey we are on amr answers so <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. something like that yeah. right yeah, yeah. even I- if they're roundabout right which is typically <laughs> the kind we give and uh and just talking to people about it um said a photo shoot for some shorts that we're debuting next week um, or as people are listening it'll be this week um and our photographer whom we adore we've used for close to a decade now turns out her son when he was 13 had what was diagnosed as a bulging disc and so that then he was able to get since he got an mri he was able to get a cortisone shot and she was just like oh the relief was immediate and long lasting and i was like oh that sounds sounds so so wonderful (laughs) (laughs) yes so um yeah because you know when i when i had took the oral steroids i mean i felt i felt good and it was so it felt so good to just be um, nimble, as nimble as a, person, a middle-aged woman can be. Um, sure, sure. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's definitely, yeah. I mean, to have, I mean, when that sounds that good, then you know that you need that relief, you know? I mean, that's, you know, when you're oh. not like, oh, I'm missing running. You're like, no, I just want to be able to walk up and down the stairs without feeling like I'm, you know, killing oh. myself. Oh, I mean, the, you know, uh, people may know that I record this in the basement of my house. And on one of the last times before I had the prednisone again, I had to have my husband Jack carry my computer up so that I could scramble up the stairs on all fours. Oi, like, oi, oi. Yeah. Oh, and I'm so sorry. so it is so it is that that suddenly now you know certainly yes I um feel envy when I see people running but it's more like I just want to be able to walk. Quality of life, yeah. 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 And, and and walk in my daily life, you know, walking for exercise that's that's icing on the cake. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so, but on to happier times. Less, less, less. <laughs> well, that's your big weekend. Yeah, so that's yeah. so you're yeah. gonna spend Friday night, you know, kind of loopy in bed, but then hopefully get some good answers Monday or Tuesday. Yes. Tuesday. Yes. Um. Yeah, I'm headed to Durango finally to do this thing called the Iron Horse, which you know we had planned in I don't know probably like January of 2019. 2020 I don't know yeah yeah I mean it was put off to put out the first year because of the pandemic then we didn't do it the second year so yeah so Grant and I are finally doing it uh tomorrow um we drive to Durango Uh six hours and then um Uh and then Saturday we ride our bikes (laughs) at a very slow pace up a very long hill or two so and remind us what the course is well so it's from Durango to Silverton so um those are two mountain towns and um, Silverton, I think, is up over like 11,000 feet. Ooh. So it's definitely, you know, getting altitude in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's 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 close to 6,000 feet of climbing. It might be a little less than that, mm-hmm. over 48 miles. Um, mm-hmm. And we did a couple, like two weeks ago, we basically did what our you know, like the 20 mile or equivalent of like a marathon training yeah. schedule. And, um, and that went really well. We, um, we did a, a, a long ride over a pass here in Colorado. And then the problem, problem or the issue is with, um, uh, iron horse is that, uh, you you think you're done and you're not and then you go down and you have to climb again so we we kind of replicated that um on this uh race uh, this ride that we did a couple weeks ago and it went really well and um grant was like okay if you can do that you can do iron horse but i can't remember if i have i talked about beating the train here or not um uh, it sounds vaguely familiar but vaguely maybe well so so basically so the, the the idea is is it started back in the day i think it's the 50th anniversary this year oh, so that's exciting um, yeah it is exciting um where like you know some crazy brothers were like can i beat can you can I, you know you beat the train from durango to silverton riding mm-hmm. a bike mm-hmm. um and i think the train goes more on a flat i don't i don't really know. don't ask me details <laughs> i'm just um, showing up and looking pretty <laughs> and so basically um I believe the train takes three and a half hours, okay, oh. to go from those two things. And oh. um, Grant, who is very loves to study his Strava data and all that kind of stuff, and mm-hmm. you know all those things, um, is like, okay, we, you know, there's there's a potential that we can do this, but he's like, you can't stop. <laughs> Which, and I don't, I mean, it's not like I stop and like, you know, get off my bike and take pictures, but like I I do occasionally like pull up for a second just to like. Um, get some relief off my mm-hmm. pelvic area or mm-hmm. unkink my back or, mm-hmm. you know, actually un, un, um, rip open a pack of like goo chews yes. because it's just like, I mean, I can do it while I'm riding, but I prefer not to, <laughs> you know, but I got to mm-hmm. keep eating. So, um, so I'm like, okay, okay. And then, and then like base, I mean, cause again, like the climbing is, it's not hard. I mean, it is like, I've definitely trained for this. Like I'm not trying to minimize the effort. It's going to be hard, but it's a lot of just like sitting and spinning. Like you're going three miles an hour, four miles an hour, five miles an hour. You know, it's not like, um, and so a lot of it is like the mental game, just being like, okay, I'm going to sit here and do this for the next 90 minutes, you know? And the difference, you know, of like giving it a little bit more effort and going from six miles an hour to 6.2, like, not really worth it you know so um so anyway so that's a long way of saying like originally I'm like yeah I'm gonna beat the train I did I did a little google search it sounds like 30 percent of the riders according to CNN beat the train so Mm. I'm thinking they're mostly um 
like young male whippets or whippets in a former life. If you were an elephant, they were whippets. <laughs> um, so I, I don't know. So I'm trying to kind of talk myself off of not being disappointed. And I don't think I will be if I don't beat the train because even if I come in at 4.15 or 3.48, it's not going to be like, oh, I want those 18 minutes. Like I'm going to feel so good that I did it. And it's not, mm-hmm. it's not, um, you know, I mean, I think it is chip timed, but it's not like, a marathon and it's not like a marathon as in like you know like everyone runs 26.2 you know mm-hmm. like if i were to go back and do it again then maybe i would care more about my time but this is a it'll be a pr no matter what i guess is what i'm saying mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. well i think it sounds very exciting and the train's like so you don't see the train it's not this i you know sarah i really don't know i mean again <laughs> i'm just really i grant's done it a couple times um oh, okay i'm just going you know i I don't, I don't know. I'm going with a beginner's mind. Um, the other thing that uh, Grant told me about if I want to try to beat the train is I think it's pretty flat at the beginning, um, oh. relatively flat, and you've got to like ride in a, in a Peloton, oh. which, um, mm. you know, I haven't done uh, much in my life and I really haven't done anything recently. I used to do it a little bit more when I lived um, in New York and Santa Fe. And so I don't, again, like there's just a lot of what ifs and I'm going to be happy with whatever comes my way. All right. Okay. Like if I don't want to get into the Peloton because that's feeling too intimidating. Yeah. That's my MRI for the day. <laughs> um, I'm just going to take the Xanax and say, give me the Segway and I'll be good. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. And the your two kids are being left home alone? Um. Well, it's funny you should ask. One of them, uh, I haven't. I really said this out loud, but Amelia, my older one that plays volleyball, she played at East Carolina. She actually is transferring back to a school here in Denver called Regis University, just better fit for her all around as mm-hmm. a student and an athlete and location, culture, all that. And um, she just left this morning, the little whippersnapper, to, for Brazil. Woo! Um, not only does she transfer, she gets to transfer, um, but uh, the NCA allows um, international travel for um, collegiate teams every four years. Oh. She just happened to hit it that this is when Regis was taking a trip. Um, wow. I know. I mean, wow. how <laughs> I, I am envious. I won't. I will. Seriously. I'm both sad and, and envious. I'm, I, I'm kind of sad about it for some reason. Sad meaning she's not here. Yes. It's not sad that she's, you know, but yes. um, but yeah, I, she's going to have such a great time. So oh. she left this morning. They get to go play in like three different places, go to Copacabana Beach oh. and Christ the Redeemer and oh all these. Oh my gosh. And gone for how long? Um, 10 days. Wow. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. I've never been to South America. That's very exciting. It's very cool. I know. I know. She's going to come back with a great, and the best part besides just the international travel is that I think there's four or five transfers coming onto her team this mm. year. So like talk about team bonding, you know, Seriously. like, hi, we're going to this like foreign country together. Like they're going to come back in the fall and just and know each other already. And I mean, they've been practicing okay. a little bit. Can you together, also but... hear the conversation? Oh, remember when we were in Rio? Oh, in Rio. Oh, and <laughs> Christ the Redeemer. Oh, and you know, all these things. It's like, oh my gosh, get yeah, over yeah. yourself. <laughs> I know, I know. I mean, so gosh, I mean, what a great opportunity. And a, yeah. a lot of our kids, I know I've had conversations with other moms about like doing college tours and stuff. You're just like, 
I want to take that class. I I want to go to that lab. Like I just, you know, you want to like you realize again. I mean, we all have youth is wasted on the young. Yes, yes, exactly, exactly. (laughs) Youth and college education wasted on the young. (laughs) (laughs) Let's all go back to school. And um, so yes, so Ben is actually Ben, who's newly sixteen, newly minted as a driver, um, Mm -hmm. is staying here with the dogs alone. But I've alerted a few neighbors, and Mm -hmm. um, he's got some graduation parties of friends and stuff, so he'll be fine. Okay. Yeah. 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 I don't think there will be any ragers. Yeah. I don't think so. Well, and I again, I have my next door neighbor on the case already. So, <laughs> I'm like, if you see anything untoward, you gotta let me know. Yeah. 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 And you're going one night or two nights? Two nights. So we'll be okay. back. Uh, we'll drive back Sunday. So, because because Saturday's, I think, gonna be a pretty all in, in, inclusive day. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, we'll be thinking of you. Thank so, you. Thank yeah. you. I'll take some pics, put them up yeah. on Instagram and that kind of thing. But yeah, I mean, if I stop, if I don't stop and you don't get any pictures. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. Well, let's hear from taking a break from racing. Willa. Hi, this is Willa. I am calling from Shoreview, Minnesota. I have taken a break from running and really miss having a plan in place. But I don't want to race. So I'm wondering what your recommendations would be to focus on building up a pretty robust um, base mileage with the intent that maybe a year or 18 months out, I might want to explore um, racing again. So I really love um, some ideas as far as structure and plan and yet (laughs) not to race right now. Thank you so much. All right, Dim. The moment I heard Willa's question, I was struck by how it speaks to both of us. You love structure. I often go for long stretches of time with regular workouts with no race in sight. (laughs) I think it's perfect, Willa. You're like, you know, yin and yang right here. (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. So, all right. If I can remember uh, my routine from before my injury... Uh, So, you know, I would, like I said, go for long stretches of time, not being on a training program. And so that I would kind of do two six mile weekday runs an eight to 10 miler on the weekend, two days of strength training and the occasional swim, depending on the season. But, you know, I too oftentimes let speed work disappear from my lineup. You know, if I I don't have a race in, in mind, you know, it can be like, oh, yeah, I'll do that another time. I'll do that next week. Another time. Another time. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of, well, it's it's not fun to like, it's not like you're going to say like, I really want to go run 800s, right? So if Mm -hmm. you know, unless you have a purpose for them, it's harder to rally than to go like, oh, I'll go listen to my podcast and Mm -hmm. and go see what flowers are blooming, you know? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think that, I mean, so I love that you're, you know, kind Consciously taking a break, I think that's good. I mean, a year to a year and a half is a long time. So, mm. first of all, I mean, I wouldn't worry too much about building up a robust mileage right now. Mm. I would kind of just let her. I, I would say to Willa, like, what do you want to do between mm. for and almost you could almost like you know chart it out month by month at least at least these first couple summer months because I just feel like the summertime is the time to do 
if you're not training for a marathon or you don't have something in the fall breathing down your neck, mm-hmm. you know, it's the time to do stuff that you enjoy because it mm-hmm. is hard to run in the heat, right? You have to get mm-hmm. up early. You have to be inside on a treadmill. You have to, you know, there's everyone's kind of making some kind of concession to mm-hmm. to try to minimize the effect the heat has. So, mm-hmm. so I would say, you know, June, July, August, maybe, you know, September is usually pretty nice depending upon where she lives. Um, just go, you know, just say, I'm going to run four days a week. Like just my, that's mm-hmm. my plan. I'm going to run four days a week. Mm-hmm. And then, and then as the, as the, you know, as the cooler, the great running temperatures come in in the <laughs> fall, you know, you can mm-hmm. say, you know, go, go up to, I don't know. I, I mean, I like a 10 mile, you know, base run on the weekend. Mm-hmm. Cause that's, you can easily go up from there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, or you can, I mean, the, the possibilities are really endless, you know? And so, yeah. I mean, the, the, the biggest thing that I would say um, is will uh, two things is keep it fun, you know, do mm-hmm. your best to keep it fun on stuff that's interesting. So if you feel like you're getting into a rut, you know, like saying, okay, I'm spending too much time, you know, in my zone two runs and I, um, I need to pick it up, like put some track stuff in. The second thing is, or, or hill repeats or tempo or whatever. The second thing though, is I would really consciously plan out your week. Um, mm-hmm. I've had so many conversations recently about, how important it is to have a plan that's structure that we talk about. You know, mm-hmm. um, we just did a thing about, um, we just did strength training with weights and many happy miles. And we were talking with this trainer about it. And it's like, yes, okay, so, you know, if you are intimidated by the gym, the best thing to do is to go in with a piece of paper or in your phone or whatever. And these are the five moves I'm going to do. And I'm going to do three sets of 10 reps each, you know, mm-hmm. instead of like getting there and being like, oh gosh, should I do biceps, triceps, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, just knowing exactly what you're going to do. And so it doesn't have to be like, that doesn't, that doesn't necessarily translate to intensity. It just translates mm-hmm. to, I am c- committing to this and I'm mm-hmm. going to take the time and I'm not going to let myself bail you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. And the other, the other thing that sometimes I like a rule that I sometimes like to keep for myself is mm-hmm. I do like to have one intense workout a week just oh, to keep yeah. the, mm-hmm. you know, keep the pistons firing, keep your mm-hmm. mental toughness up a little bit. So, you know, some kind of interval workout it could be easy as like one minute on one minute off. You could go to the track, you could do hill repeats, you could do a couple miles of tempo, just something that, um, just challenges you slightly so that it's, it, it feels like you're like just kind of staying sharp that way. Yep. I like that. I like that, Timothy. And I love when you have rules. Because <laughs> oh, I have so many rules. <laughs> oh, you have so many rules. And I'm so not a person who sets her own rules like that. And so I'm always like, Ooh, what's she going to reveal now? <laughs> yeah. Well, and the other thing, Oh I got, I mean, I could make up, I could write this out for a thousand different things, but rest day, you got to have a rest day too. Like, oh, even though you're you like mm-hmm. looking for fun and enjoyment and maybe keeping it easy a lot, you've got to take a rest day. Yes. Yes. My ravenous teens are forever looking for new snacks, and I'm always on the hunt for nutritious, satisfying options for their lunches and second dinners. Yes, it's a thing in our house. Thank goodness for Thrive Market. Thrive Market can help you make healthy, nutritional choices and add variety to your pantry. Thrive Market is an online, membership-based market on a mission to make healthy living easy and affordable for everyone. Thrive Market carries all your favorite clean brands with everything from healthy pantry essentials to sustainable meat or seafood and more, all delivered right to your door. Each and every item is vetted by Thrive's high standards, so you get the highest quality products at the best price. When you buy from Thrive Market, you can save up to 30% off the best organic groceries. And if you find a price lower elsewhere, they'll even match it. When you shop with Thrive Market, you order online and save both time and gas by foregoing a trip to the store. 
so key these days. I let my kids shop the Thrive Market website so they choose things I know they'll reach for and enjoy. Breakfast is a hit in our house any time of day, so we stock up on Kodiak protein waffles, Beyond Breakfast Sausage, and Amy's Breakfast Tofu Scramble. And I appreciate the massive, massive savings on purely Elizabeth granolas and oat cups. Join Thrive Market today to get $80 in free groceries. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash AMR to get $80 in free groceries. That's thrivemarket.com slash AMR. Few things can ruin a run faster than a blister. You know it, I know it, and Right Sock knows it. In 1990, the brand Right Sock was founded with the ideal to make the best blister-free socks available. Their solution was double-layer socks, which quickly became top sellers at running specialty stores. Now Right Sock has introduced Run Lux, a single-layer performance sock with, you guessed it, a luxurious feel. This sock is perfect for runners and walkers who want a bit more cushion in a single-layer sock. The Runlux single layer tab sock features a seamless toe, an anatomical heel pocket, and a ventilated mesh top for improved breathability. And no matter what color you choose, this new sock is green, made from post-consumer recycled plastics. I confess, the Runlux is so new, I haven't even gotten to walk in any, but I'm eager to wear them as I put in my morning miles. And anyone who registers for our 12-year anniversary virtual 12K will get a pair of Right Socks Run Lux socks in their swag bags. Woohoo! Right Sock is offering a special deal just for folks in our community. Get one pair of Right Sock socks free when you buy three pairs with code AMR2022 at rightsock.com. Again, you get one pair of free socks when you buy three pairs using code AMR2022 at rightsock.com. That's W-R-I-G-H-T-S-O-C-K.com. I've learned a lot of invaluable things from our coaches, including fashion advice. I have coaches Liz and Jen to thank for turning me on to the brand Viore. Viore brings a new perspective to performance apparel. It's perfect if you're tired of traditional old workout gear. Everything is designed to work out in, but doesn't look or feel like it. The first time I ever saw Viore bottoms were on Liz and Jen when they'd just flown from Chicago to Hilton Head Island for our retreat. They looked cute, comfortable, and moved with ease. The coaching duo was sporting women's performance joggers, and they raved about how they're the softest joggers they've ever owned and how durable they are, standing up to countless washings. I had to have some. There were so many colors to choose from, and Viore is always introducing new colors. I got two pairs, including one pair in a summery camo shade. They're my go-to pants to the pool, for walks, for errands, trips to the dog park, you name it. They're so incredibly comfortable, you'll want to wear them all the time. Seriously, they're more comfortable than whatever you're wearing right now. Think of Viore as an investment in your happiness. For our listeners, they're offering a special 20% off your first purchase. Get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet at viore.com AMR. That's V-U-O-R-I dot AMR. Not only will you receive 20% off your first purchase, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75 and free returns. Again, that's viore.com AMR. V-U-O-R-I dot AMR. All right. Well, this is Kara, who's curious about dynamic warm-ups. Hi, this is Kara from Wayland, Massachusetts, longtime listener and huge fan. I've been curious about dynamic warm-ups. I'm trying to motivate myself to do it more often. And I'm wondering if you can tell us whether they're more for injury prevention or more for increasing your speed in the workouts you're doing after a warm-up. Would love to know. Thanks so much. 
Thank you for your longtime loyalty to our podcast, Kara. And ah, uh, dimity dynamic warm-ups. I feel we mentioned them on the spot almost as much as foam rolling and heart rate training. Yeah, for sure. It's one of those staples. It was funny. We um, I don't know if I sent it to uh, Hillary, who helps us with our Instagram. Um, Jen and Liz have their own coaches Jen and Liz have their own uh, Instagram account and they had like a little funny video a reel about running before 40 versus running after 40 and running before 40 was like Liz just like shooting out of the house and going and then running (laughs) after 40 was like she's carrying her foam roller she's carrying you know she's (laughs) lunging out of the house I can't remember the exact details but it's Uh like that you got to prepare your body to go oh sure do sure do yeah 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 so um, you know, dynamic warm-ups, you know, what do they entail? You know, so by their very name, they're not static stretches. Um, they're done in fairly rapid succession, succession like the TV show, Succession. Yeah. Um, and um, and then, you know, it could be, it, there's so many to choose from. You know, it's everything from leg swims to lunges, hip circles to walking, doing alternate hugging of your knees to your chest. So, um in a nutshell, it's a way of using movement to lengthen and warm up muscles and increase blood flow. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, they really are both for injury prevention. So right there, mm-hmm. that's what that helps your, you know, I think I almost think of them as like the light switch for your body, right? Mm, because oh, like chances it, are you're coming from either lying down on your bed, sitting at a desk or, you know, doing something that maybe or driving a car, you know, something that isn't super active um you might it might be different if you are you know a retail worker or or a nurse or something like that but you know um typically a lot of us are sedentary and Mm -hmm. so um so that just flips on the light switch kind of connects the muscles gets them to talk to each other because a lot of them are um compound moves like lunges and gets the kind of the joints kind of working together that kind of thing Mm -hmm. um and, and so that's injury prevention and then also just because you've kind of like quote unquote, like lube the chain, right? Like that's going to also help with speed, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Along the way. Yeah. 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 So when I think both you and I learned that from, from our coach Bree way back in the day about the, like the five direction lunge sequence and the, the, the lunge matrix, is that what you're talking matrix. about? Yes. 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 We just Not the Keanu Reeves matrix, but the lunge matrix. Yep. And so, you know, and so it not only helps, as you say, you know, grease the chain, turn on the light switch, but also for me, it really tells myself this is a serious workout. This is, I'm going to put the hammer down. And so it gets my mind and my body on the same page. And so for that, it, um, I can link to it. We have a link probably to that, uh, lunch matrix, you think? Yeah. And we have, I have a dynamic warm up that we've done as well. I mean, yeah, there's definitely, it's really just giving in. And we talked about it with, um, Colleen on foam rolling a couple Mm -hmm. podcasts ago. I mean, it's really just, giving blood to your muscles it doesn't necessarily have to be a certain thing you know i think sometimes get people get hung up like oh should i do the lunge matrix or should i do this or should i do that and they're all variations of a theme right Mm -hmm. and so the Mm -hmm. idea is is move your body you know it can be skipping it can be you know you know whatever um but yeah but we can definitely link to that stuff yeah 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 and that because also it's sometimes Uh, you know, I don't remember all of them. It's not like I'm standing out on my sidewalk watching a YouTube video and following along. And so that I'll be like, oh yeah, if I can remember four out of the nine or five, you know, something like that. It's, it's all good enough. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Good question. Uh, Okay. All right. We are going to take a hard right and not talk about training uh, or running or any of that uh, because Lori wants to talk books. I love it. 
Hi, this is Lori calling from Quincy, Massachusetts, and I was calling with a question. I would love to hear what you both have been listening to for audiobooks and what you are reading, if you're reading uh, actual books, and what is on your reading list for this coming summer. Thanks. Love your show. Bye-bye. So, Dim, I threw this great question into the mix since we always encourage gals, particularly Alex always wants people to call us with non-running related questions. So I'm like, yes. So thank you, Lori. Um, and Dim, you recently recommended an audio book to me. So it was, a, it was a timely question. There you go. There you go. Yeah, I um, the week prior to that long, my 20 miler, the equivalent of my 20 miler, my hardest weekend on the bike was um, miserable here in Denver. Miserable, um, you know, raining. 45 like you don't want to ride outside uh -huh. um, both days both Saturday and Sunday which are the Ooh. days that we were doing longer rides so I had to spend some time some quality time on my bike um, <laughs> both those days uh, in the basement and um, and I was just I heard Tina Brown recently Tina Brown of course is the old editor of Vanity Fair um, mm -hmm. and the New Yorker and she's kind of an icon in the almost dead magazine world yes, yes. um and so she um she is very i heard her on a podcast talking and um and she recent wrote recently wrote a book called the palace papers which is okay. kind of like the you know the newest take on the royals you know pretty um oh i think i put it actually in our sunday newsletter you know a lot of us know the stories mostly because or i know the stories because i watched the crown oh, <laughs> i yes. didn't really know the stories before that yes yeah, yeah yeah yes so but you also said that the audiobook which you listen to then on your bike is narrated by tina brown well, so, so so she's got the great british accents mm -hmm. and um she's got a great you know i i like I like her voice personally, so I, I really mm -hmm. enjoyed it. I mean, it was 16 hours. I didn't spend 16 hours on the bike, but, <laughs> um, you know, usually I'm like, oh, I'll listen. I mean, usually on a bike ride like that, I'll – I think the first one was maybe two and a half, and I listened the whole time, which is a long time for me. Usually I'll, like, go from podcast mm -hmm. to music to, you know, maybe Sure, nothing. jump around. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. um, and then I – and then, you know, I would listen on dog walks and driving and all that kind of stuff. So I really enjoyed it, and I like – you know, I, I do like the, the family dynamics and hearing about – Mm -hmm. um you know harry and william and yeah. Megxit and diana and all that stuff so <laughs> if that's something that's interesting to you it's it's it is 16 hours but it's also like it's not complicated necessarily especially because if you are drawn to it you probably know the characters already so it's a yeah. good one for running because you don't have to you know pay super super close attention right well and you saying the characters i mean it's not like listening to you know tolstoy or dostoevsky oh, where you have yeah, to remember yeah, no, the characters yeah, yeah so that so that it's like oh yes diana i know who that is charles yeah. yes yeah. uh-huh yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 so i'm going to be a wee bit cagey in regards to the actual books i'm reading because allison and i are doing our summer reading podcast it's going to be sometime in mid to late june we're debating on the the launch date of that episode um so but i just recently started listening to an uh, audiobook dim that i think you'd really like a lot which is pain parties work by elizabeth uh, winder winder huh. um it's about the summer the writer sylvia plath spent in new york city as an intern at mademoiselle magazine oh um, i love it i would yeah. like that and so, you know, you're talking about the the dying magazine industry. I mean, it was it was in its heyday then, and Mademoiselle was just, you know, such a respected women's magazine back then. And so, um, all these college students would get internships and descend on New York and be guest editors for one episode of Mademoiselle per year and live at the Barbizon Hotel, which is a women's only 
um, residential hotel. Um, so it's just, uh, it's really very intriguing and of a moment. And my mother lived in New York City and was a lived in a women's hotel, residential hotel at this around the same time. So it, it really kind of speaks to some stories that I heard from my mom back in the day. Um, so um That's great. Uh, so let's let's just say that we will link to these because i can't even remember the name of it right now you just <laughs> said it and i want to listen to it so they, all the things will be linked in the show notes yeah yeah very good very good yes and um so then i recently got introduced to the novelist grant Ginder, um which i realize now is almost the same as elizabeth winder but um and <laughs> um and so i mentioned on an, another episode that i enjoyed um the audiobook of the novel the people we hate at the wedding which i just learned is being made into a movie with Kristen bell and ben platt so oh, wow it should really be a musical um <laughs> and so then i am looking forward to um Grant Ginder's, um, and I apologize if I'm saying his last name wrong, uh, to his newest novel, Let's Not Do That Again. And then, Dim, I also think you might like this one. Um, it's the I'll Show Myself Out, and it's written and read by comedian Jesse Klein. And you know who she is. She's sometimes on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. Yep, I know her. Yep, yeah, I know and, her she, and that she's in the, um, she's in, she plays Jesse on the animated show Big Mouth on Netflix. Um, so it's, it's a collection of essays, mostly about motherhood and marital relationships. And I also just love her voice. So I'm really That's looking great. forward to that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. And I get, I get all my audiobooks out of our um, public library, which is super popular here in Portland. So the, I keep saying, oh, I'm looking forward to it. it means I'm on the wait list for them. Oh yeah, that's yeah. where I get mine too. I get I, I use okay. a Libby app. Oh yes, um, oh the Libby app's awesome. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So that's and that's I usually just spend time just scrolling through that. Like, what do I want to read? I don't usually go for something certain. I just kind of go through oh. and see what's available and grab something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or or what I do is um if I have a favorite narrator or I don't know what they call it's the, a reader. I'm not sure what the, that title's called. But um, then I'll just look up what books they read, and I'm like, oh. sure, I'll listen to that because you know Juliet Stevenson is the narrator. Fine, uh, serve it up, please. Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. It could just be the voice. Awesome, mm -hmm. awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, um, two other books that I would add to the pile that I've actually read with them in my hand are. Um, I just finished this and I don't know where I got the recommendation. I either got it from Laurel at the Hilton Head Retreat mm -hmm. or I found it online, like somebody recommended it, but it's called The Swimmers. Have you heard of this, Sarah? I have not. It's called The Swimmers by Julie Otsuka, um, O-T-S-U-K-A. It is a slim little book and OMG, like I finished the first chapter and I was like, I can't wait to read this again. Like wow. that is how much I really enjoyed her writing style. Mm. She writes a lot like... Um, uh, paragraph like you know like blurbs right like oh. a page blurb and then there's a break and then there's something else like it's not like long windy scenes mm -hmm. um which I really like um so it's about this uh the swimmers in this pool um the pool gets a crack in it <laughs> and um has to be shut down and then they follow the story of one older lady um who has um some some dementia and mm. um and kind of and she's also got um history of japanese internment camps um oh. and it's so it's a little it's it's but but again like the it's intense but it's also very um 
palatable, you know, very mm-hmm. um, digestible. Mm-hmm. And I just, I can't, especially if you like to swim, I just, mm-hmm. she's a stickler for details and, you know, I love that. So that mm-hmm. was great. So I would recommend that. That's a short, easy read, easy, mm-hmm. not necessarily in the material, but mm-hmm. in the read. This The second one is more of a doorstop um, that my mom recommended to me. It's called The Warmth of Other Suns. Have you heard oh, of yeah. that? Oh yeah, definitely. My uh, book club read it. Yeah. Yeah. So the epic story of America's Great Migration by Isabel Wilkerson. And um, so I took this from my mom at spring break um, in March and started it there and then put it down um, and then picked it back up. And um, I, again, I really enjoyed this as a, it's not a, it's not a light read, (laughs) Um, but I really liked it because um, she followed three characters through the Great Migration from the South and either to New York, Chicago, or California. And the they bring history to life, which is, mm-hmm. I think is awesome. I really um, appreciate it. I learn best that way and I appreciate mm-hmm. it. And, uh, and then she weaves into the story of, you know, a lot of information that I probably never learned, or if I did, I have forgotten it. So, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. so and yeah. She's, so. And she's the author, you know, of cast the origins yes. of our discontent. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Did yep. you like the book? Um, I am going to admit that um, I was traveling. That was back in the day when we were traveling so much that I did not read it for book group. But people in my book group loved it. Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, it is a commitment. But again, the other thing, though, I was like, the two things that they have in common are um, really chunk. They're chunks. They're right. They're written in chunks. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, if you stop in the middle of a chapter, it's okay. You know, Mm -hmm. like if you're falling asleep at night, it's not like you can just stop at the break and not necessarily Mm -hmm. have to get to the next chapter. And that's Mm -hmm. I as uh, somebody who's like, oh, wait, sleep is coming right now. I better seize on it. (laughs) You know, (laughs) Um, so I mean, so like I really appreciate that. And it and again, because you kind of know that these three characters are going to go through the whole story. You're like, oh, okay, here we're, here we're back with um, mm-hmm. Ida May or whoever. Um, mm-hmm. So anyway, mm-hmm. so those are the two that I would recommend um, personally. Good, 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 good. Well, um, we were going to ask Alex for suggestions, but Alex is not on our recording. We're flying solo. He's um, probably, uh, I got the book for Ben out of the office or out of the library, the office book, where they uh, like basically narrate behind the scenes oh. of the, the show, The Office. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Yeah, since Alex has a podcast about The Office. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'm <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. yeah. 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 Oh, my goodness. So um, maybe another day we'll ask Alex to chime in. So, uh, but Lori, we appreciate the question. Um which yes. And speaking of questions, Dimity. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. I had the books in front of me because I didn't forget like the author's names. <laughs> um, we need them. And these were great. So, you know, again, you know, ask us anything. Mm-hmm. AMA. It would be ask me anything. Ask AUA. Ask us anything. AUA. Uh, 470-BADASS-1 is the number. 470-223-2771. Leave your first name and where you're calling from. Please keep your message to 60 seconds or less. Mm-hmm. And we definitely, please, really need questions. We are running pretty low. So please call in. Please call in. Um, so, and uh, Dimity and I are going to be outside of Chicago this weekend. If you're listening to this episode on uh, right around May 31st when it drops on June 4th and 5th, we're going to be at the Run Show. It's, at, like I said, outside Chicago at the DES Convention Center in Rosemont. There's plenty of parking. Um, so it's like a race expo, but bigger and way better. There's loads of speakers, including Myrna Valerio, Jackie Hunt Broersma, I didn't say that. another last name I can butcher, um, Galen Rupp, and us. And this is important. 
our podcast recording party is on Saturday, June 4th. The time has been changed from what it was originally set at. Um, somebody emailed and was like, hey, um, so it is from 2.15 to 3.15 at the run show and our guests are going to be coaches Liz Waterstrot and Jen Harrison and the first 50 gals to show up will get stocked stocked swag With bags a capital s yes mm-hmm. yes absolutely mm-hmm. yes absolutely so um if you want to grab your tickets go to runshowusa.com and if you use code AMR you're going to get some free tickets so again runshowusa.com use code AMR for free tickets and yes. I realized there I just stole that line from you. Sorry. No, so I go. love that. I love that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, so I know Timothy was going to tell you keep the questions coming because we're here with answers. Good luck with that MRI, Sarah. You're going to come out on the other side. <laughs> Thank you.